golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. People fall to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hey, hello, Orlando. I bet you were wondering, uh, where's that beautiful Holly G? Holly G is on vacation somewhere uh, in the uh, Mexican Peninsula. Cozumel, I do believe. I'm here today with Sean Gargone. One of our teaching professionals in the North Florida PGA section. Thank you, Rich. Myself, Pleasure to be here. Rich Bianco and Sean, we will be hosting this hour of the Golf Insiders. TheGolfInsiders.com. Check us out. Give us a like on Facebook. Uh, we've got uh, Sean and I did play Monday at uh, West Orange Country Club in a two-man best ball. And, Sean, your team did better than my team, but... Uh, you hit the ball better than I did, Rich. I saw you on the range. Took, took a picture, put it on Facebook. I mean, I mean, you you got the backswing. We got a few issues to deal with, but you're <laughs> golden, dude. You're the senior senior champion of our section. I mean, I, I need to get some time with you, bud. Yeah, can you get a little time now? Where were you? You were off on the road today. You were somewhere on the uh, west coast there. I went to Sarah Bay, Donald Ross course. Darn it, just pure greens. And one of my friends from uh, Sweetwater, Chris Tanner, was down there, and I got to play with a couple of buddies. And uh, we might have gambled at Bushwood, but we might not have. And we just might have just enjoyed ourselves and played a friendly match. And made it back here on time to the uh, Clear Channel Castle. Going 95 miles an hour pays the price. Dude, nice <laughs> hustle. Nice hustle today. Yeah, okay, on the fairways of I-4, yeah, they're safe now that Sean is off the road. We know the traffic has got to be pretty bad outside. Take it easy. Put the car in uh, neutral, the brain in drive, and uh, we'll be uh, entertaining you here for the next hour. Hey, we've got Bob Herrig from ESPN.com coming up. We've got a giveaway. Oh, by the way, we've got a giveaway. So uh, whoever's going to call Rich, our producer guy here, we'll do it in the fourth segment. Uh, yeah, you want to get those phone lines ready, 407-916-8255. Give us a call here at the Clear Channel Halfway House, and uh, we've got some swag that we want to give away. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, we got to play West Orange Country Club, and after there was a meeting and they uh, acknowledged some of our uh, finer PGA professionals in our chapter. And the one that comes to mind, uh, Sean, is uh, the Teacher of the Year, uh, John O'Leary at uh, Bay Hill, yes. Yeah, Arnold yeah. Palmer's yes. Uh, Bay Hill Club. And he's been there for 15 years, and he's just a solid rock, and he's helped out so many kids and students and mini tour players, and he's wonderful. Evidently, he's been on the uh, uh, the finals list for quite a few years now, and they finally uh, somehow or another got him pushed over the edge, so he did win. Nice. Uh, Congratulations, uh, John O'Leary. Yeah, and you know, that's Fritch, quite have you ever a- got an award? I'm, I- yeah, I, I I've got a, a award. <laughs> yeah, Which I, one, yeah, Rich? yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, we'll... I know Holly G's got the Cruise Award right now, and she's. Can you tell about that picture of Holly just for a second? As far are we allowed to? Yeah, tell this you? has got to be on Facebook yeah. somewhere yeah. where uh, yes. Holly's sitting in front of uh, three empty uh, sixteen ounce Coronas <laughs> and under a palm tree in Cozumel somewhere. But her 
her eyes look a little glazy, Rich. <laughs> she she definitely looks like she's having a good time. Uh, don't get in front of her in the buffet line uh, because she'll just knock you right over. But uh, we do love Holly, and we'll stop ripping on her sometime today. But uh, John Garner also is at uh, Arnold Palmer's. Tom Garner, yeah, he won a teacher Tom, award Tom a few Garner. years ago, and he's at, he's working at the Golf Academy of America and a few other places. And he just oh, he just works and works and helps these kids out and everybody else out. And now he's at uh, Bay Hill as well, right? Yes, he is. How many years has he been there? I'm gonna say uh, Tom has been there uh, twenty. And uh, probably John is about 18 or 20 as wow. well. Wow. Yeah. That is a career right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those guys are very good golfers in their own right. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Gardner's won on the nowweb.com tour, the Hogan tour back, I'm going to say, 1988 or so. Um, and uh, quite a player. And, boy, if you talk about – he might be straighter than – he's straighter than you, Rich. You know, and a uh, great guy to play golf with yeah. and uh, about, uh, real competitive. He's, and, he's way straighter than Tiger. Both these guys are straighter than Tiger, and now they're better than Tiger. Hey, do we want to talk about Tiger right now? Mm, you might as well go there. You know, everybody else is talking about Tiger, and uh, it was just so happened that I was watching the news somehow, and uh, on the scroller down the bottom there, I did see uh, Flash. Tiger Woods, uh, you know, will not be playing this year at the Masters. I immediately text Holly. <laughs> Holly's freaking out. He's like, "No way, can't be true. What happened? He's gone. Uh, he's uh, gone under the knife." Yeah, back. Um, and uh, just uh, want to just share a few things with you golfers out there to go ahead and. I mean, first of all, is Tiger Woods done or is he number one? Hmm. Time will tell in another six months, and uh, whatever prayers that you put out for him, great. Um, my money would be on Nicholas to retain that number one title as far as the most majors right now. And uh, then I'm going to go with it. You want to say something, Rich? You're buttering something up with your lips. Now. Well, you know, I, I, I know he's not done his career. You know, he's only yeah. 38. Yes. And, you know, he's got another good 10 years easily. Yes. I just want to go ahead and just mention as far as I, I don't know where this is coming from, but I mentioned it to a lot of my students. It's a book um, called Pain Free by Peter Gescu, which Nicholas actually did right before he won the Masters in 86, his last major, which is probably one of the greatest ones ever and the greatest putt ever, okay? And it's a great book to keep your body balanced. And, yes, Tiger is a physical just machine. and But, you know, do some things for your body that balance your body out in some different ways. Drink a couple of beers if you have to, but stay relaxed. You mean uh, <laughs> not hanging off a stripper pole? <laughs> Balancing? <laughs> Hey, hey, whatever works, Rich. Because no, no because you are a spiritual body, uh, oh. mind uh, kind of guy, Sean, and you're yeah. re- really into this stuff. Yeah, I, I am, and I, I've, I mean, I've done Pilates and yoga and a lot of things to go ahead and keep my body balanced, and, and that gives me a little time to go to um, Rachel's on South. <laughs> <laughs> Balancing my body <laughs> with Sean Gar. You know, I'm sorry, Sean. I should have known. Actually, went there, actually, but- real, real truth though. Um, one of my protocols that I'm really building in the, through the We PGA, the World Elite Performance Golf Academy, is to go ahead and do one tenth of your swing left-handed. Chip shots or putts. Balance out the eyes, but balance out the body. More importantly, they don't have to be hard swings. But I'm doing some left-handed swings that just kind of have smoothness. And 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 um, actually, I do have a target. If I had more time. Um, get some left-handed clubs from Dave or Billy Sellers is to go ahead and um, is to go ahead and be a single-digit handicapper, kind of like Mac O'Grady, left-handed. If when I get some more time in the next um, you know five years, because I'm a PGA pro. Yeah, you know, Sean, your career where it's at right now, I'd stick with the right-handed. Uh, you know, play. Yeah. You know, the left-handed thing is when you got a little spare time. Yeah, I know. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, things uh, more urgent. Yes, in yes. Our, I got the uh, PNC our... Championship. 
Um, coming up in June in Myrtle Beach, and then uh, when I finish top 15, boom, I'm playing the Is PGA. That right? I'm, you know, I'm playing the PGA Championship. And you did win last year in the PNC. I didn't win. I barely qualified. Uh, okay, yeah, you qualified. I, I made so it you get to I go. advanced. Nice. Um, so did seven of the other players from our section with Rod Perry, um, who finished second in 2012, won it all in 2013, um, and he's got like six sponsor exemptions in the PGA Tour, and he's just just playing some great golf up at Cranes Lake Roost. So Rod Perry. Give him a little round of applause. Golf clap. Yeah. Golf another clap. mention. Golf Rod clap Perry. Bridge. Golf clap. No, another Rod Perry mention here on the uh, Golf Insiders. Yes, we do yes. uh, We do follow his career a lot, and uh, he is a great guy in the North Florida section. Another one, PGA member. And, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, Sean being an instructor, um, you know, I, I like to think of uh, when I'm teaching golf, it's the whole game. You know, it's just, you know, it starts in the parking lot. Yeah. You walk to the golf shop, and there's always, you know, something new that you're running into. You know, you you have to acknowledge people. You want to yes. be aware of who's there, and you want to take care of people. You know, yes. and uh, we'll talk more about this as we go along here. But I can't uh, wait to talk about this agenda here, God. This is going to be good with the Bob and uh, yeah, Ryan we're coming and Jeff up here coming to, up. in oh, yeah. uh, our next segment. We'll have Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. And uh, Sean Gargon was kind enough to uh, go 95 down I-4. And, uh, I didn't break the speed limit, I promise you. 77 was tops. Thank you. And uh, check us out on uh, thegolfinsiders.com. And we'll be back here in a minute. Take it away, Richie. Actually, uh, when he sent uh, three iron and hit me in the back of the head. Oh, yeah, taking you home tonight on the fairways, the carp, the, the carp barn of I-4. It's got to be a little slow out there on I-4. Go ahead, take your time, chill out, listening to Sean Gorgon, Rich B. The lunatics are running the asylum. Holly G's on vacation. And uh, Holly's uh, enjoying herself a little uh, vacation time down there in the cruise ship. So uh, we've got Bob Herrig on the line. And uh, Bob's one of our uh, faithful uh, insiders, loves to help out here with our radio show. Bob, we do appreciate you coming on. You know, you've got uh, Sean Gargone and Rich B. here tonight, so it might be a little... uh, Little hacky different. In here. Hey Bob, this is Sean Gorgon. Such a hey, joy and pleasure. How are you guys? You. Oh, wonderful. How about yourself? Good, thank you. Bob, you on the road? Are you out in Texas? No, I'm not. I'm home. Uh, you know, gearing up for the Masters and uh, dealing with all the Tiger fallout. Tiger fallout. Wow, there's plenty of that. But uh, let's do this first. Let's talk about uh, last week's Valero Open, if you would, please, Bob. Uh, another. First time winner, Steve Bowditch, uh, Aussie. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he looked like he was kind of, uh, couldn't get it in the clubhouse quick enough there on, uh, Sunday. Uh, looked like the wheels were starting to fall off a little bit. Uh, you he know, won the tournament. He won. It was a big, that was a big wide Dude, He open missed golf a two footer on the last hole. He, he won the tournament. Did he win or not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, he looked a little shaky there coming in, but, uh, it also looked like a pretty difficult day, too. I mean, a lot of guys were struggling, and that golf course doesn't look like it's one that's real suited for a lot of wind. Uh, 
just a lot of high scores. So uh, actually, I played but, the uh, PGA the last, I played the PGA qualifying there back about five six years ago, and boy, I saw. Um, um, our boy uh, Matt, uh, go ahead and just uh, shove one over in the trees from a long bunker shot, and this, those woods are deep. This is the year that I think this is the tournament a couple of years ago that Kevin Na made like a twelve or something like that. There's some woods right. in there that just is just yucky, yucky. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, not not exactly a, a benign golf course, and uh, but you know, Stephen Bowditch is, is is a good story. I mean, the guy's dealt with a lot of personal issues depression issues which he still discusses and says he's not sure he'll ever get past but uh uh you know there was there was a, a, some really low times in his life not just his golf and you know to see a guy like that win and now he gets to go to the masters for the first time uh and and then sort of an interesting oddity this year we've had i believe it's 20 winners on the pga tour 17 americans and three aussies so uh, uh it's uh you know it and he's the latest and uh Seems like a nice guy as well. Yeah, you know, on Sunday, man, I saw him hit it off the fairway a few times. I mean, I saw him pull up a couple of loose impediments, you know, in the rough, and these were some sizable rocks. I mean, he's pulling them right up out of the uh, dirt. But, you know, he managed to, you know, get it into the house for the victory. But, um, you know, it was fun to watch, I mean, because he was hitting it everywhere. And, you know, that added a little tension to the uh, – afternoon there sunday yeah that and you know it looked like the slow play issue weird it's ugly head again as well uh uh, you know that we've had that here a couple of times now in the last few weeks and uh uh andrew loop is uh you know was sort of the latest example i'm not saying i have the answers for it but it's uh it's a uh you know there it was again i mean it was a three-hour front nine for the leaders and uh you know five 40 or 537, you know, to play 18 holes. It, um, you know, I know it, where they're playing for a lot of money and it's a tough, tough golf course that probably leads to a lot to a lot of it. But, uh, you know, it also just doesn't look real good. It's just a tough issue to wrap your arms around and get, get answers to and get figured out. Yeah. I, I don't understand, you know, watching, uh, uh, loop with that practice swing of his, you know, he's got a really kind of hugging the inside and, um, you know, I swear, if I didn't know better, I would have seen a few of those practice swings <laughs> Monday on the practice tee. Somebody trying that move. You know, I don't know where it came from, but you know, I, I just like don't. Rich. I don't Inside, ag- flat, Sean, I don't agree with the slow play. These guys are so low. Come hey, listen, on. hey, they're getting faster. This course is tough. I played here before. You got to go ahead and manage your ball as far as distance is control. But they play the seniors there in a different time of the year. They get around in, a, let's say, an hour faster. Or so. Um, they're aware. Let's let's move on. Let's move quickly on to the next subject. I, I, Bob, I got a great question for you. Just random. You ready? Yes. I want to know your greatest sports memory that you've covered with ESPN, please. For ESPN, that's 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 an easy one. I think uh, uh, that would be the 2008 U.S. Open. Um, uh, I think the way that thing went down and uh, just the uh, the drama of that week, uh, and not just you know not just not just the playoff, but Sunday, Saturday, the way Tiger was you know holding shots from all over the place, and and then to find out later, you know, we knew something was wrong, obviously, but uh, find out later that he was playing you know with a broken tibia, 
uh, it was pretty uh, pretty amazing, and you know, hard to hard to also believe that it ended up being you know he hasn't won a major since, but uh, that was probably the most memorable. Yeah, uh, I've been at, I've been at ESPN since 2007, and uh, uh, you know that uh, that one. And there's other good ones too, but if I pick one, that would be it. And uh, I want to go with a dark horse choice for your Masters this year, Rich and Bob. Just give me one in three seconds here. What do you got, Rich, for a dark horse choice? For you can't go Lee Westwood either, please. Matt Every. Boom, thank you. <laughs> Local favorite. Bob, what do you got for the little dark horse? How about Bill Haas, who uh, is never really contended, but makes the cut every year. You know, I haven't After heard a lot from him this year. Out. It's yeah, kind of a quiet that's... season. I'm just going to go with Freddie. Why don't you just lead after 54 holes or something remarkable and then just say, I'm not going to tee up on the final round. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bob, hey, man, I appreciate you working with us today. Uh, yeah. uh, all right, let's move it ahead. Now, yes. uh, we're going right to the Shell Houston Open. You know, this has got quite a history now uh, 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 in Texas, Texas golf. You know, the first one, 1946, Byron Nelson beats uh, Hogan. Hogan's the runner-up. Some great names in this golf tournament's history. Uh, you know, it's quite, you know, storied history. Palmer's uh, actually won here a few times. Uh, you know, some great golf names have played in this golf tournament, Bob. No doubt. I mean, those Texas events, you know, have, have a ton of history, and, um haven't always benefited from uh, a great spot on the schedule uh in recent years uh you know it's tough to follow the Florida swing these days and it's also tough to precede the masters now you know in Houston this week they've got i believe 44 guys from the masters are playing so that's that's good that's a good that's a good number uh, that's a lot of guys but um uh, it's not easy, you know, to, to, to lead up to these big tournaments or to follow them. Yeah, they've got, they usually have this golf course dialed in, uh, with the greens, uh, rolling, you know, comparable to, uh, Augusta's greens and the, uh, conditions, you know, kind of, uh, really, uh, fine tuned. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, you know, as best they can, they, uh, they get that thing. Uh, you know, low rough or minimal rough and wide fairways, and they, you know, they get those greens, and they, you know, the, the edges are shaved down. Um, it does give them a nice look and a nice feel going into the Masters. I mean, last year the, the tournaments were switched, and, and San Antonio was the week before, and you know, there's no correlation whatsoever, and uh, you know, that hurt them. But uh, uh, you know, I mean, let's be honest, the Florida events aren't really Augusta-like, uh, but I think that the week before the Masters, the guys want to try to play a tournament that that simulates it some way. The old event, Atlanta Sugarloaf, certainly did that. Uh, so uh, I give credit to the Houston people for doing the best they can. Yeah, that's that's uh, absolutely correct. Now the uh, the golf course is always in fine shape. The the field is always in fine shape, and it's great to see these guys out there. Uh, getting uh, prepared to go to Augusta, and uh, which brings us to uh, a couple minutes about Tiger, Bob. Uh, you know, let's uh, we can't go uh, any further without addressing Mr. Woods. Yeah, it's uh, you know I find it sad in a way that it's come to this. Uh, it um, you know it's going to be the first time in 20 years that he hasn't been in the Masters and. 
And, uh, you know, the third time he played it, 17 years ago, uh, he won. You know, and he's been the biggest story in the game ever since. And uh, regardless of how he was playing or what the situation was, you know, he went to Augusta and you had this feeling that he would contend or had a great chance to win. And, you know, in addition to the four victories, I believe he has 11, 11 or 12 top 10s. In the last, since he last won, he's, you know, it's been nine years, he played it eight times. And seven of those were top 10 since he last won. I mean, including last year, tied for fourth. So um, to not have him there, I mean, he's pretty much been a factor since 97. He's pretty much been a factor almost every time. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a big loss. And obviously there's all these questions now about his future and, and what this means. Uh, uh, it's a shame because, you know, the major venues really set up nicely for him this year if he was healthy and, and his game was in shape, which it certainly was at the end of 2013, you know. And here we are just four months later and everything has changed. Oh, Bob. Hey, man, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Uh, you know, it's uh, always uh, interesting to hear your take on the uh, PGA Tour. Mr. Woods, you know, we do uh, have a lot of respect for him, we, you know, and it's not going to be a whole lot of fun. You know, the sponsors, everybody's going to miss him this year at the Masters. Hey, Bob, appreciate you spending a couple minutes with us. Thank you very much. Glad to. Take care, guys. See you later. Thank you so much, Bob. Cheers. Hey, uh, on the way out there, Shawnee, uh, what, you know, I mean, who's your pick? You got a dark horse there for me? I mean, I said Freddie kind of joking. I hope he played as good as always. But I feel like um, somebody like, um, not Adam Scott's no dark horse, but somebody like, um, oh, I thought I was out of time there. Oh, okay. Um, somebody like um, Ryo Ishikawa. Bam! He's been playing good. You never know. But and there will be a lot of cameras following him. Oh around. yeah. You know, there's always a lot of cameras. He could be yeah. All right, uh hang around for a little bit. Now we'll be giving away some swag here a little bit later. I've got uh some stuff left over in the swag bag that I'll be handing out in the fourth segment. Keegan Bradley's winning the master. Yeah, so uh enjoy the ride and uh we'll be back here with uh Brian Hubig. Brian Hewick, Global Golf Post. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. It could just make hard. All right, we're back. Taking you home on the fairways of I-4. Relax, enjoy the ride, listen up, and uh, we've got uh, a half hour more of intelligent golf talk here on the Golf Insiders. Golfinsiders.com, check us out. Have Sean Gorgone, special guest tonight. Rich B in the chair, taking over for Holly G, who just happens you, to be... On a cruise boat somewhere uh, in line in the buffet, and uh, don't get in her way in the buffet line. I want to say something. I'm actually, I just forgot about this. I'm going to Casa de Campo. I'm going to the PGA uh, Magazine Series, uh, 414. Probably going to Augusta. 
Um, then I'm going to go to Casa de Campa and check out some things. If I want to bring some people down, some Pro-Am series. Jeez, nice lineup you got there, I guys. know. That's all right. You That's must be doing pretty good. You had a pretty good year? Um, I No. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, we do have uh, Mr. Uh, Brian Hewitt, Global Golf Post. Brian, how you doing? I'm good, guys. I'm, uh, I'm uh, just thinking uh, Masters right about now. Masters two. minus one past champion. Uh, I don't. You know, Maybe two. <laughs> hey, you think he might be there for the uh, the past champions dinner? No. Uh, no. He's just going to be a no show all the way around, eh? Oh. oh, that ain't that ain't in Tiger's uh, repertoire. That's not something he'll do. I, I mean, I'd be happy to be wrong on that, but uh, I don't think we'll be seeing much of Tiger uh, while the rehab goes on. And, and you know, I, I I've been thinking about this Tiger withdrawal. Um, withdrawal is the wrong thing. He's just not going to play in the Masters. Uh, he didn't show up in WD. Um, and I've been I've been trying to think about moving the story forward a little bit. We don't, yes. I don't think any of, any of us were terribly surprised that he's not going to play. Uh, what with the, all the the the, uh, the injuries, the back, the poor play that he's had this year. But I I I wonder about things that might happen uh, when he comes back. And you know, reading reading what's going to happen with Tiger is a little bit like reading tea leaves. We don't really get much from his camp. But I want to run something by you guys. Um, you remember that Tiger started working with Sean Foley at the PGA Championship in 2010. Yes. Sean Foley and Tiger are over on majors. Uh, they have not won a major together in in what's now almost four years. Um, and before you think that I'm going to start banging on Sean Foley, I'm not. Uh, obviously, Sean Foley has done great things with Hunter Mahan. Um, he's, Tiger, he's got yes. Dustin Rose, who's the reigning U.S. Open champion. And with Tiger, uh, Tiger won five times last year and is still ranked number one in the world. But here's my point. Tiger and Sean Foley have not gotten it done in the majors. Uh, particularly last year, Tiger's record in the majors was horrible last year, and, and this was a healthy Tiger we're talking about last year. I think sometime between now and when Tiger is healthy again and starts teeing it up in majors, which may not be until the Masters next year, yes, uh, he may play in the PGA Championship. I think, and this is just reading the tea leaves, this isn't me reporting on sources or, or anything else, I think... Tiger may change his swing a little bit, and I think he may have a different instructor by the time he comes back. I love that idea. You know what? I, I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering if uh, this might be a result of uh, what he's been working on. Anyway, uh, 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 Brian Hewitt, hey, Sean, my, hey, hey, Sean's Sean, over here, like, um, freaking I out. He's, I want to talk about this. Yeah, Sean Foley's done a wonderful job. He's actually got Justin Rose, Tiger Woods. He's got the best stats on tour as far as swinging and as far as ball striking and strokes gained. Uh, to the yep. John Brody's book, okay? And, yes, the zero for majors, yes, that's a thing. Emotional, physical, psychological, they all play a factor, and there's other things that go way beyond Tiger um, than that, as you know, Brian. Um, however, um, and, and we do pray that he gets a healthy recovery because he is good for the game of golf, and I I feel bad for him as far as all the stuff that has gone his way and that he would be a better person. He feels so bad, or he would probably have 21 majors by now, in my point of view. However, I do want to say that um, I do hope that Justin Rose wins, um, and I hope Phil Mickelson gets a little bit better, and that golf can just have something really fresh and come alive, and maybe Keegan Bradley just go ahead and just 
throw in 24 putts two rounds and walk away with the Masters by eight strokes. Boom. Well, fortunately, the Masters is the Masters, and we're going to be. And I, I don't disagree with anything you just said, Sean. I, uh, uh, but I did a piece last week, and I went from one to seven in the world rankings, and there was a good. You could find a good reason, either injury, or in the case of McElroy and Adam Scott, recent meltdowns. You could find a good reason why anybody in the top seven in the world rankings shouldn't be a clear favorite for the Masters. Um, and 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 the and I think that's that's not a bad thing. I think that a wide open Masters would be would be cool. If any of the first time guys win, that'd be a great story. Uh, Jordan Spieth or, or any of these guys, three guys who won in the last three weeks. But but my, I guess my point here is in response to what you just said is the, the good thing about this is um, and sure we want to see Phil in there and and uh, and we're not going to see Tiger and that's a disappointment. But the Masters is the masters and it's above it's above all of that and and it's it's the best watch on golf tv in in, in all year long with the u.s open in my opinion being a close second and, and the british open being third but you know Great. the masters is the masters and yeah. when we hear that music that they play when they go to commercials that that sort of piano and the guitar thing it just it makes our blood percolate in a way that that nothing else in golf does so that yes. that's what i'm excited about and uh and I and, and I can live without Tiger uh, in the Masters. Uh, I, I, I you know look I, I I hope Tiger gets well as soon as possible because when he when he's playing his best golf, it's the coolest thing to watch in all of golf. But it's not going to bother me that he's not at the Masters because the Masters is is above any individual. You know, and the the, the beauty of that is, uh, as you just said, now if you're up in uh, like uh, Massachusetts or Michigan. Yeah. Somewhere up north, and you do hear that music from the Masters. Uh, you're just you can't wait to get to the golf course and uh, tee it up. On the other hand, us in Florida, we have the advantage where we have uh, 12 months to play. Those guys have a pretty short season, so uh, they do get way fired up when they start to see the uh, azaleas in bloom in in, in Augusta. And you can well, even absolutely. smell them on the absolutely. TV, Brian. I can smell the I can smell it from the TV, and I've been in Augusta, but I can smell it. And, yeah, and I'm not there. Yeah, I mean, I, I live here in Orlando, and, and I, I went out and hit balls for a little while today. I mean, tonight, today was as nice a day as you could possibly imagine. And uh, um, I'm just as ex- – I would argue that I'm just as excited about the Masters as the guys in Massachusetts. But, but I get it. I get that they've had horrible winners up there. And, and, uh, and, and when they hear that music, I, yeah, I don't think you can talk too much about that. That, that, there's there's that theme song that goes with the Masters that you play golf <laughs> and you're interested in golf and that doesn't get your you're not going to say your blood boiling but that doesn't get your adrenaline flowing then then you need to go take up tennis. Yeah, and it is uh, an exciting time of the year. It is the first major. Brian, now we've got to uh, take a break here very shortly, but uh, we do appreciate you uh, coming you. on the yeah. uh, Golf Good Insiders. And it's, I haven't heard from you Thank for a while, you. man. And uh, well, it's always I'm, a pleasure chatting with you. Glad you guys are back, and uh, and I'm uh, I'm going to go grab a little dinner. I hope you uh, have a good rest of the show, and, and I'm happy to come on anytime. Hey, Thank you Brian. so much, Brian. Appreciate it, uh, Brian Hewitt, Hewitt GlobalGolfPost.com. Check him out. He's there every Monday with the uh, Global Golf Post. Monday morning, easy read with your coffee. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. We'll be right back with our swag bag giveaway. Take it away, Rich. You're the man.
Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so Yes, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. Sean Gargone, guest host tonight. Thank you. Rich B, number one crazy in the crazy seat. Speaking of crazy, uh, we've got uh, our swag bag giveaway. Crazy stuff tonight. Palm bird putter grip. Bill Jaffe, one of the best designs out there, man. It's very much like the stride. And, boy, you can lock your hands in there. And you're going to putt better. You nice your hands better. They're... Absolutely works. It does. I've tried it. And a very cool item, part of the swag bag giveaway, and uh, three golf balls from Volvic. How do you win? You got to call 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255. And the question is, the champion, 2010 Shell Houston Open. Tiger Woods. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. No giveaways. This right. is one you got to look up a little bit, and uh, he's been missing in action for uh, a couple of years on the tour. But he's a definite winner at the Shell Was Houston Open in 2010. First caller to call Rich, the producer guy, will win the swag bag giveaway. And on the line, we've got Jeff Shane, PGATour.com. Jeff Shane, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? How's that for a crazy sh- giveaway swag bag? Uh, that's my 2010. <laughs> Where's this guy been? Uh, he's been missing for uh, quite some time, so uh, you got to look that one up on the Internet. Jeff, let's go right to the Shell Houston Open, if you would, sir. Okay. What did you think about the sh- Dave, 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 by the way, this is Sean Gorgon there, Jeff. What did you think about the Shell Houston Open? What do you think? What do you feel? Who is going to win this thing, baby? <laughs> well, I, I kind of divide this field in, in, into two camps, those that are getting ready for the Masters and those that are trying to still get into the Masters with the last invitation that's possibly open. And uh, uh, more often than not, the guys that are already in win the thing. So uh, now DA points, Windermere's own DA points managed to pull it off last year, but that's only happened twice since uh Houston went into that lead-in slot. So I'm going to go with the guys that uh, are playing well and and, uh, and are already in the field, and they don't have to put the pressure on themselves. You look at Dustin Johnson's form chart this year, yes. and with the exception of the match play, he hasn't played a lot, which may actually be to his benefit. He hasn't played a lot, but throw out the match play, and he hasn't finished outside the top six all season, and that even goes back into the fall part of this wraparound season. Yes, yeah, he's looking solid there. He certainly is, Jeff. What, but how about what about them? I'm going to throw out one there for you. Um, I'm going to throw out two of it, actually. Uh, how about Keegan Bradley? And what about, like, uh, Will McKenzie? Played with him before in the Hooters. How about Will? He's doing pretty good. I, I like what Will has done th- this year. Um, I got a chance to uh, talk to him a fair amount uh, when I was covering the Web.com finals last year. And it really seems like he managed to uh, recapture the the love for the game that he had kind of gone missing for a little while. And the young guys were starting to beat up on him, and he finally started getting mad a little bit about it. He's changed his uh, chipping style and, and changed a few other things in his swing. And uh, he doesn't have, you know, a win yet, but he's really started to put 
some top tens together. It looks like he's taking this week off. I don't see him in the field for this week, so he can't win it. But uh, uh, Keegan Bradley, I think, has yes. also done very well. Uh, that runner-up at Bay Hill, he had had a solid season. A lot of top 20, top 25 finishes, so very solid all year, but we just hadn't seen him yet break through. We were all kind of waiting for him to put himself near the top of the leaderboard. That finally happened at Bay Hill, and as long as the bottom doesn't fall out this week, uh, he, he's going to carry some really good momentum into Augusta. What about Kevin Nay? You think he can go in and like just somehow like maybe shoot uh, slowly uh, a couple 66s? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, it, it, if he can put up 66s, he'll he'll take being on the clock. Yeah. Sometimes I I wonder if that doesn't actually make players play a little bit better because it makes them focus their concentration. And I'm going to give Kevin not a lot of credit yeah. because yes. he's had to deal with this for a yes. few years. Uh, he still he admits he's not 100% over it. There are still times when he stands over a shot and he can't seem to pull the, the thing back, but he's managed to work his way uh, through a lot of it. And, again, he's not playing this week, but I like what he has done uh, through the early part of the season, put in some top tens and get himself into contention. You know, uh, Jeff Shane, uh, PGA.com, we appreciate you uh, coming on tonight and uh, listen, you know, chatting with us at the Golf Insiders, Sean Gorgon, Rich Bianco. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got a, a storied golf tournament here. This is the Shell Houston Open. Been around for quite a few years. Great history in this golf tournament, you know, and, and it's 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 amazing to see the past champions, you know, who's won here, and it's a big big time tour stop, uh, you know. I and I, I just can't get over the history of this place. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a historical one. It's I'm, probably top ten in the top ten PGA Tour ever. <laughs> one of the things about all of these Texas events is you just look at the long history that they have. I mean, none of these are Johnny-come-latelys. The the Texas Open last week, that goes back to, what, the 1920s, something like that. Uh, Houston goes back to just after World War II, and um, we all know about the great tradition of Texas golf and the players that have come out with Hogan and Byron Nelson, Ben Crenshaw, Tom Kite, um, Jackie Burke still lives there and runs Champions Golf Club uh, in Houston, and... Uh, uh, it, the, I think when we talk about you know places where golf is a great mecca, obviously Florida, one of them, the Phoenix area, Southern California. Sometimes we forget to include Texas, but uh, the the history of Texas golf is really really phenomenal. Yeah, you know you got some great names: Lee Elder, Fulton Alum. There's one of Orlando's finest right there. <laughs> uh, Fulty, Payne Stewart, past champion. Uh, he's an SMU grad, Southern Methodist University. Arnold Palmer, Roberto DiVincenzo, uh, uh, Corey Pavin, great names, great, you know, history in this golf tournament. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I love to watch it. They always have the golf tournament, um, you know, tuned up. The golf course itself always tuned up. You know, the greens are uh, immaculate. And, uh, uh, Jeff, are you guys going to be there? Or are you guys uh, are you here local? I, I'm local this week. Uh, I I uh, didn't draw the assignment for Houston, didn't draw the assignment to go to Augusta either. That's kind of left to those a little bit more seniority on the list. Um, but, uh, yeah, and give credit to the guys at Houston for 
their job with completely different topography as far as what you see compared to Augusta National, but they really do an amazing job of uh, replicating the conditions that players are kind of expecting to see next week. And I was really skeptical when they moved Houston into that lead-in lead slot because I just thought those are two different climates, two different areas of the country. It's not going to work. But uh, with the help of the agronomy staff at, at the PGA Tour and uh, just a, a real good uh, course setup staff, they've really earned a lot of praise for their ability to replicate what you're going to see at Augusta. And I uh, do appreciate you hanging out with us, Jeff Shane, PGA.com. Thank you so much, Jeff. Sean, oh, come on. Thank you. Hey, uh, have you got a pick for this week? Uh, yeah. Jeff. My pick? I'm going with Dustin Johnson this week. And, and you know, I would also possibly look for Henrik Stenson, whose yes, game yes, is really yeah. starting to come around this time of year. Henrik, you know, th- I think this might have been the kickoff for his uh, making of his season. You know, he's a runner-up last year. Yeah, yeah long, a lot of stuff going on. He started playing some solid, a lot of stuff. And he's just smoothing out. And there you I, go. I, I like I, this I too guy. think he is ready to go ahead and say, hey, I'm ready to step it up and win the Masters and just kick some you-know-what. I think this guy's ready Hen- for sure. Yeah, I, I think Henrik, after he had made, completed the double of winning the FedEx Cup and winning the European Tours race to Dubai, there was a lot of fanfare that went along with that. He played some extra events in December, went back to Sweden to accept Sportsman of the Year or whatever, uh, some big award uh, in their country. Never really got a chance to take his off season until late February and early March. And so now that he's finally rested, Played well at Bay Hill. He's got a good history at Houston. His trend is definitely going up. He did say he was going down to the Keys and uh, do a little fishing after the uh, Palmer tournament. All right. Hey, we're out of time here, Jeff. Thanks for showing up. We do appreciate you spending a few minutes at the Golf Insiders. Oh, it's always glad to come on. Hey, man, appreciate it. Cheers. I've got uh, Sean. Appreciate you hanging out with me tonight, bailing me out. We've got Holly G in the bus. It's my pleasure, Holly G. We've got prayers for you. My gosh, have a great time. And if you just keep on staying down there for some of your retirement, we understand. She's uh, on vacation down there in uh, Cozumel somewhere. You got Rich B, Sean Gorgone holding down the uh, Clear Channel Castle Fort. We got Rich, the producer. No swag bag giveaway. We'll uh, try that again some other day. Rich, appreciate you. Sean appreciates you. Game of Golf appreciates you. Hey, how about that? Yeah, take one uh, lesson from a PGA instructor, and uh, he will definitely help your game. That's not a problem. They're always there to help. NorthFloridaPGA.com. Go ahead and check them out. There's uh, golf lessons available there if you're hey, interested. Hey, if you got some little kids, three to eight little linksters, oh, my gosh, the game is growing. This Brendan Elliott's doing something really special. Just plug them in. This game is best sport that you can play, healthy. And it's a lifetime activity. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to the Golf Insiders. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. Holly G will be back in the house. Masters Week. Thank you. Thanks.